Hello, I'm Peter Ayers and you're listening to Stages, the podcast that converses with creatives about craft, career and what matters to them. Opening at the Lyric Theatre in Sydney next week is the Broadway revival of Stephen Schwartz's musical Pippin, the coming-of-age story of a young man finding his place in the world. Ryan Yates and George Holohan Cantwell are two of the actors sharing the role of Theo. They are two young actors who have amassed considerable professional engagement already in their burgeoning careers. Ryan is 15 and George is 12. Young actors are a regular presence and often an awe-inspiring addition to the narratives in much of musical theatre. Contemporary commercial offerings have necessitated a corps de ballet of dance hopefuls in Billy Elliot, or a class of school brats in Matilda the Musical. But it's a tradition that has long been present on stages. We've gaped at the talents demonstrated by the Von Trapp children in The Sound of Music, or the tenacity of the orphans in Annie and the stamina of the workhouse boys in Oliver. Stages is fascinated by the extraordinary talents expressed by young triple threats in the navigation of these narratives. How does one so young achieve such detailed, mature and skilful performance? George and Ryan provide an insight to the work, commitment and drive of these young thespians. Yeah, so hello, hello George. Hello, how are you? I'm, I'm pretty good. How it's are good. you, Ryan? No, I'm great, thank you. Yeah, well, it's it's good to have uh, you two on stages today, which is, is my podcast. Um, it's really nice because you're both busy at the moment to sort of give up yeah. a, a little bit of your time. Because, of course, next week you open in Pippin yeah, as, yeah. as Theo. Yeah, it's very exciting. Why isn't the show called Theo? And not Pippin. That's a good question. Yeah. It's a good question. Well, can you give me an answer, George? Well, I think the show's more focused on Pippin's journey more than Theo's journey, as much as I think it should be focused on Theo's journey. Of course. Of course, <laughs> of course. Maybe there'll be a sequel. Maybe there'll be a sequel. Yeah, and we yeah. can call it Theo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, good, yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and gentlemen, you make history today because you're the youngest guests that I've spoken to on podcast. So woohoo! Yes, woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> Thanks for being here. Thank now, you. For our listeners, can you tell me how old you are, Ryan? Um, I'm 15 years old. Right. I'm 12 years old. 12. And already you've amassed quite a number of credits to your CV. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, most most professional actors, you know, straight out of drama school, haven't had as many shows as you yeah, two have I had. Yeah, I think I think we're very lucky. Very lucky. Very lucky. Awesome. We've very gotten. Lucky. <laughs> yeah. Do, do, yeah. Do you think? Yeah. Obviously, you're talented as well. But do you think um, a little bit of luck comes into it also for for performers? Yeah. Well. Yeah. I think um, it's really uh, luck of the draw. Once you get something, then it's um, a lot. It's a lot easier to go to other auditions and, you know, be more yeah. confident. Yeah, you got a reputation and that kind of thing. And then um, different directors know you. Yeah. And uh, it just becomes easier to get noticed yeah. when you go to an audition. You're building up your skills. Yeah. And as you say, you're starting to know people and yeah. they know you. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. that's great. And people want to sometimes work with people that they know. Yeah, exactly. Because uh. there's a shorthand there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is, is great. Yeah, exactly. I assume that you both want to be actors when you, when you grow up. 
Yeah. Um, no, or yeah. What, what, tell me, yes. what, first of all, Ryan, what are you thinking about that, um, or you've got some other thoughts? No, yeah, I, I definitely want to be an actor or, you know, go to Wapo or Nida mm. and do something like that. Yeah. Or, yeah, pursue something like that. That would be great. <laughs> and if uh, there was another choice, what would you be if you couldn't be a performer? I've always wanted to be a journalist, <laughs> actually. Well, that's, that's yeah. connecting with an audience too, isn't it? Yeah, I've always wanted to do something like that. And journalism can lead to reporting yeah, that's, on television? Yeah, I wanted, or, I would, well, yeah, you would want to be a TV presenter. A TV or, journalist, yeah, yeah. a TV journalist, yeah. Excellent. And George, what about you? Definitely some kind of performer, whether it's a singer, an actor, anything, that kind of thing, yeah. And what if you couldn't be? What else have you thought about? Honestly, I wouldn't mind being some sort of radio host, like on like on a place called Triple J or one of those mainstream radios. I think that would be really cool. Brilliant. Well, because, yeah, I find myself talking for hours to myself, so I think I could just... <laughs> I, I would talk to people. Yeah, I, I'd be able to do that. Well, you, you should start your own podcast. That's a good idea. Hey, just, just get some runs on the board. Now, you must have terrifically supportive parents to, to allow you to do all of these gigs, yeah? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because yeah. there's there's all the rehearsals that you've got to to get to. Our personal yeah. taxi drivers. Yeah, can... personal little Ubers. Yeah. Mm. Do yeah. they charge you? No, they haven't no. charged us yet. No, not, not yet. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> when you become richer and maybe we'll more have famous. to help them out a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because um, and as well as the rehearsals, you've got all your practices. I mean, your training and your singing lessons, your dance lessons, yeah. and mm. and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Yes. Makes, makes it a bit easier. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What makes you happy, George? What makes me happy? Mm. Um, I have to say, after you do some kind of performance, I guess the instant feedback you get when you're on a stage and the applause back or the comfort, all the, um, the positive, whether it's positive criticism or some sort of, um, rewarding feeling. To know that you've moved someone, I guess. Yeah. Made yeah. them made their day. Yeah. Made them smile. Made them laugh. Yeah. Made them cry, even depending on what what yeah. performance. Yeah. 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 And what? Made it, someone feel something. Ryan, what makes you happy? Oh uh, yeah, I've always loved um, being on stage. Like I've always danced since I was like little baby, <laughs> and um, I've always uh, performed, and that's really makes me happy, and I enjoy it so much. And you know, getting. Um, even like getting applauded by an audience or something it was really a great feeling yeah, yeah. yeah. your happy place yes I, I had a quote once that said um uh, the stage is the safest place to be <laughs> and i agree with that a little yeah. bit you know when you're on a stage you're sort of you're in control to a degree yeah people are, are looking at you yeah, i certainly feel safe on yeah. a stage yes. yeah yeah 100%. what do you find funny what makes you laugh? Makes me laugh. Um, that is a hard question. I've been on YouTube lately. I've been watching a lot of um, comedians. I don't want to. I know um, one of their names is on the tip of my tongue. I find them really funny. Um, a lot of the uh, comedians that do the TED Talks. Oh, yeah? I really find them really funny. Um, when they're covering interesting concepts and making a gag out of them, I find that really hysterical. 
Because humour is a great way to uh, connect with people, isn't it? And get your message across. So yeah. I can see why in a TED talk yeah. they would use humour. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They use a lot of that. What makes you laugh, Ryan? Um, I've been recently binging Friends. Oh, know? yeah? Yeah, I've been, I'm up to like season seven now or something or the end of it. And yeah, I find, I've, I've never watched it like fully all the way through. Like I've seen like reruns of it and stuff, but I've never watched it all the way through. So I, I find mm. it really funny. I think that's great because, yeah. you know, I... I saw it the first time it came out all the way through. In the 90s, yeah. yeah in the 90s, yes, yeah, way back in the dark ages. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's, that's great about um, the streaming services like Stan and Netflix and that. You can binge those series, can't you? Or, yeah, yeah. I've been watching 30 Rock. Have you ever seen that? No. I haven't. Um, no. But recently I've been watching a lot of... Um, I've, well, I've, I started watching this ages ago at the age of five, but... I, I don't know how many times I've rewatched all, all the uh, eleven seasons, but of the Big Bang Theory. Oh really? I really enjoy that one. Um, Who's your favourite character? Wow, that is a very very hard question. I'd have to say. A lot of hard questions today. Yeah, a lot of hard <laughs> questions. A lot of hard <laughs> questions. Um, I'd probably give it to Howard. Yep. Howard or Sheldon. Right. Yeah. There's a show called Young Sheldon, isn't there? There is a show called Young Sheldon. Is that any good? I've. As Ryan said, I've watched like reruns of that on channels when they're like playing snippets of that. Um, I like seeing the character development of Sheldon because um, in the actual show Big Bang Theory, they had they've had so much stories behind the characters, and seeing them make a, a whole other sequel, but another show of. Um, about one character just shows how much effort the writers put into making that character development and really making it look like it's a, a real Brilliant. family, real yeah. um, group of friends. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Yeah. What about music? What's your favourite genre of music, uh, Ryan? Um, you know what? I don't really listen to music that yeah. much, no. Why? You like, you like the quiet time? Yeah, I like the quiet time or I like to relax and watch a movie or something. But... um. If I would to listen to music, I'd listen to, you know, musical recordings and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I, I would rather watch a movie or something or, yeah, yeah do something like that. <laughs> you got a favourite music, George? Genre? Something around... I Recently, I've been getting a lot into 80s pop rock. Oh, great. Kind of thing. Yeah. I really like that. I really like that kind of music. But um, there's, there's an artist recently that emerged from, like, right here at Redfern. Um, his name's The Kid Leroy, and he is not a rapper, not at all a rapper, but a kind of an R&B artist. I'm really enjoying his music. It's a, it's very, very, very different from like 80s pop rock kind of thing. Um, I've just been being, yeah, really been enjoying that kind of variety of music. You write your own music too, don't you? Yeah, I do. Is there a particular style that you write in, or? Um, yeah, it's a lot of indie kind of contemporary indie thing yeah. kind of um, genre but yeah I don't know if I'd label label it to any specific genre right what, what's the last song you wrote can you um, talk about that what was that about I think it was a song called Crazy and I wrote that about how hard the first year of high school is and how much friends you lose from you see the Trent the big 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 transfer from year six to seven and how different people become. And, yeah, just how, how different life is from... It's like a whole new world. 
when you step into high school. It's a it's a big uh, stage in life, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah, it's a big milestone. Primary school is one sort of education, and it then is. in high school, high a whole different thing. The whole structure, yeah. the way it runs. Yeah. Um, you start to work out, you know, as you're entering adolescence, who your tribe is, and you find people your with cliques, similar interests, yeah. and your cliques yeah. and your mates, and yeah, yeah, important time. Yeah. I assume you both have a mobile phone, do you? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Could I ask what is the most used app on your phone? Oh. Yeah. Admittedly, I'd have to say it's either Messages or Snapchat. Right. Yeah. You like to keep in touch with everybody. Yeah, I do. Great. Where are you, Ryan? Yeah, mine's also Messages or I love yeah watching YouTube. A YouTube, yeah. yeah. That's another big one that I yeah. love to watch things on. Oh, see, there you go. I thought it was going to be a game of some sort, but it's, <laughs> no. it's all the social media yeah, stuff. So and YouTube, YouTube's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I really love that. Um, I really love that, how they kind of station it out for content you've been watching and how to, how to kind of... Okay, so you're watching this video. They have this new feature where the... Um, viewers of this channel also watch this channel so right. if you're watching a video on channel a then you'll get a video suggested that people also watch channel a but they also watch channel b the same people so yeah you just find yourself similar interests yeah yeah that's good yeah um and i think it's great too performances you know you if you like a particular actor or singer or whatever you can look them up and then all of a sudden like Alice in Wonderland, you go down the rabbit hole of, yeah. you know, oh, I've got to watch that now. And I, oh, yeah. I've got to watch yeah, that. Watch yeah, that, with that person. Uh-huh. So you can waste, oh, no, waste, or you can invest. Invest hours. Hours. I would yes. call it investing. I would yeah. call it investing too. <laughs> Are you readers? Do you do you read for for pleasure? Novels. Or? I don't read too much, but um, recently I got a Kindle for last Christmas. Yeah. And I read. A lot of um, a book. I, f- I forgot what it was called, but it was about a um, a boy who his parents supposedly died in a car accident. Um, but that was that's a huge mystery. It's a very long um, it's a very long backstory. But it's it's I find a that that's really interesting novel I've been reading lately. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah, I've, I've, when I was younger, I used to read a lot, and um, I've read all, you know all the Harry Potter books and um, the Maze Runner series and um, Percy Jackson and all the ones um, that a lot that a lot of people read. But um, yeah, I find myself not reading too much mm. as I get older. Yeah, which same. I guess is not much of a good thing. <laughs> well, I suppose as you get older too, you know your studies and particular subjects require lots of reading in those particular areas. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and you do all of that. Yeah. And you two seem to be finding a lot in your spare time to, to keep you amused anyway. I don't know if you had, would have time to read, to read books. What about actors? Do you have a favourite actor that you admire? Again, referencing back to the Big Bang Theory, I'd have to say um, Jim Parsons. Yeah? Yeah. Ryan? Favourite actor? Um... One of my f- uh, favourite movies that I've seen in a while was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I liked um, Brad Pitt in that, so yeah, I think... He played the stuntman, didn't he? Yeah, the stuntman in that. I thought that was a really good movie, and I really Anyone Best Supporting Actor? Best Supporting Actor, 
I think. Yeah, at and the Oscars. Yeah, at the Oscars, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah I really liked him in that. Yeah. And what about a musical? Do you have a favourite musical? Um, oh, I don't know. I think it would maybe be Waitress. Yeah? Okay. Waitress the musical. I really like the soundtrack. I've never seen it. I like the soundtrack. Well, I think um, your boss at the moment, GFO, is planning to bring it out at some point, so hopefully yeah, maybe yeah. next year. Yeah, I heard... Um, are there any boys in it? <laughs> any boys in Waitress? I do not think that there are young... I think there are sure. some ensemble men. Oh, I hope so. I think there, oh, there is a boy in it. Um, I think he plays Jenna's love interest. Right. Yeah. No, I'm talking. I'm thinking yeah. your age. Our age. No. I'm, oh, I'm oh, thinking of a role no. for you. Oh no, no, no young boys. No, no. I don't think there's any. Um, Maybe they can invent a pie seller, some, yeah. a boy who yeah. goes around the neighbourhood selling pies. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Ryan, favourite musical? Uh, yeah, I've um, I've been. I love um, Dear Evan Hansen. That's a, it's a musical that I've been listening to a lot, mm. and um, also you know stuff like Hamilton, which is also coming soon to yeah. lyric. Yeah. Um, yeah, all the ones, all those um, newer musicals, I suppose, I find them very interesting and, in, like, how much different music they have. And, yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll get Dear Evan Hansen at some point too, yeah, I hope. Yeah, we Let's will. hope it's not for about five or six years and then you could audition. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. <Okay. laughs> That'd be great. Now, you both go to a pretty special school, don't you? Yes, the MacDonald College. Yeah, of, yeah. of performing arts. Yeah. And that's where yeah. we met several years ago. Yes, yes we did. it is. For the first time. Mm-hmm. I think you were the head of acting and I was in primary school dancing, so I didn't Absolutely. really see much. Well, passing in the corridor. I did passing in the corridor. I was aware of this vivacious, flamboyant, dynamic <laughs> redhead who was in the primary school who uh, was super talented and super charming. And, uh, yeah, so we yeah. were aware of each other, yeah. And, Uber, um, yeah. And I had Ryan in a few classes, yeah. which was great too. For a couple mm-hmm. couple of years in yeah. primary school. I was in year seven. Oh, no. Yep. Yeah, year seven. Remember that swimming thing we did? The yeah, the synchronised swimming. Synchronised yeah. swimming on stage. Yeah. Oh, it was that for Starburst? Yeah, one, oh, one of the concerts we did, yeah. One of the concerts for the school concerts. Yeah. I think... Um, my brother was in one of them and I watched that. Yeah, Fred, I yeah. taught Fred. Yes, yeah, he did, yeah. So, um, it's a school where, as well as all your academic studies, you get to sing and dance and yep. act all that. Uh-huh. What do you like about that? I just like the fact that we don't have to shove all of this practice into after-school classes. We don't have to put it all in after programs or before school programs or weekend programs we get to have a bit of time during school during the school hours to actually um do what we love and i think that's really cool yeah um yeah it's really good and the the school is always really supportive with like with what we're doing in Mm. pippin at the moment they're like oh go for it you miss exams you miss exams you do it later yeah (laughs) you can just you can uh, put them in your class time later i'm sure you still have to catch up with them but we do but but they negotiate and work with you don't they so that you can sort of pursue your professional gigs yeah they're flexible but also get your education which is important too yes and yeah i do like how it does break up the day and it does make yeah it they break up the day with performing arts right. so you have instead of like my primary school instead like i gather you had this experience once too where you just went all of the day academic with recess and lunch in between yeah um instead of breaking it up with uh yeah performing arts so who who are some of your teachers that you've got not only at the school but maybe out of school as well when you're doing singing or dancing or acting yeah um 
Ryan and I both go to an actually uh, actors workshop yeah. called um, the Actors Division. Um, and Josh Anderson. Josh Anderson runs that and teaches us. Oh great! Yeah. Jo- Josh is a NIDA graduate, isn't he? He is. Yeah. 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 Um, not aware of her last name. I don't know if you are Ryan, but um, another NIDA graduate, Contessa. Oh yes, Contessa. I can't pronounce her surname, um, or I can't think of it at the moment. Yeah, but, but she's done a lot of Sydney theatre company shows, and yeah, she's she terrific. also went to NIDA as well. Oh, with yeah, Josh. she was a NIDA graduate with Josh, and they're uh, teaching a class together called the Actors Division. Excellent. Yeah. And what about singing? Who do you learn singing from? Um, I learn off um, Margie Di Ferranti. Oh yeah, and, and Margie's had a long career in the industry as well. Yeah, hasn't she, she um she did Les Mis uh, here when it when it first came here, and she toured with that and had many years with that, and yeah. She's done many things in the industry for years and years, so it's great to be taught Yeah, someone who's also in that, you know, world. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Your singing teacher, George? At one point, I did have Margie. Um, right. Different day, too. But um, now I have singing lessons um, through Zoom, which is the new normal. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not the new yeah, normal. Yeah. It definitely is, through Zoom, with a lovely lady called J.D. Bastow. Brilliant. Um, she... She was in Mamma Mia. Yeah. And, um, yeah, a couple of other things too, I think. But, um, she mostly sings. Um, yeah, and she's really great. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Now, you're in the music theatre course at McDonald, aren't you? Are you, or are you in music? I'm in acting. George oh, you're in acting? acting. Yeah. Oh, great. So, who, who are your teachers there? My teachers are, I have Tanya Midford. Yeah. I think she's done a lot of musicals too, hasn't she? Yeah, she's done yeah. a lot of musicals and um, acting. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, Tanya Midford, who is a new head of acting. Um, I have Kay Lopez. Oh yeah, Kay's great. And um, you would have had her in primary school too, wouldn't you? Oh well, no, you were doing music. I, I I had dancing in primary school. Right. Okay. But um, I as as with as with you, I saw her in the corridors. She knew of me. I knew of her. That's right. Um, yeah, and I have Romy Bartz. Oh, Romy! Romy's yeah. fantastic too. Yeah. She's a another NIDA graduate. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And you're in music theatre. Yeah, and I'm I am um, taught by Dolores Dunbar. Now, who is a legend? <laughs> he's a legend in musical theatre. She's yeah. done so many things over the years and. Every, every time I bump into someone at Pippin or when I did Charlie, they were like, oh, say hi to Dordie for me. I <laughs> say hi to... You know, I was yeah. like, wow, she really did. But yeah, she's a great teacher. Well, she was... I think her first show was a, a musical called Funny Girl, yeah. which starred a woman called Jill Perryman, mm-hmm. and that was in 1966. Yep. Wow. So Dordie's been doing it for a long time. So she yeah. has a lot of knowledge. Mm-hmm. So you're very, very lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, so... All of that, rehearsals, is it hard to keep up with your schoolwork? Um, with the current Pippin rehearsals, it uh, I just finished exams recently. Uh, my yearly exams, admittedly, I had to space my yearly exams out over four weeks. They were supposed to be in one week, but I, I had them over four weeks. Right. Um, but yeah, as Brian was saying earlier, the school is very flexible on yeah. what dates... Are you organised at home and getting your homework done? And yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Good. I haven't been at school much recently. I've Obviously, neither Ryan. You've been, been in showbiz. Showbiz land. Showbiz land. <laughs> and how are you, Ryan? You're 
Ah, uh, yeah. You'd um, be pretty organised, wouldn't you? Yeah, and... I've got yeah, I've got all my schoolwork down. I've got exams as well. Um, so I've got four this four, four this week, but I don't even know if I can get to that many yeah. this week, even with that. So I don't. I'll just do them when I can, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, gentlemen, what was your pro- first professional gig? What was the first acting job that you had that you that you're paid for? Um. I don't think I remember. I think was it I, a film? Was it a musical? I think it was a commercial. A commercial? Yeah, for, I think. A, oh, I'm probably wrong, but I think it was a commercial for Tip Top Bread. Right. Yeah. Did mm. you have to eat Tip Top Bread in the commercial? I did. I had to eat Tip Top Bread with Nutella. Which uh, wasn't too bad. For the day, I know, because they probably have to take many takes. Yeah, I think. Did you keep getting it wrong just so you could eat Nutella on bread? <laughs> um. I think the shoot was over like two to three days. Right. Yeah. Good. Okay. Excellent. And where you, Ryan? Oh, um, I, I did the Wiggles, I think, which was probably one of the first things I've ever done. And I've, oh yeah, I've done the Wiggles for many years now. And yes, you're like a junior wiggle, aren't you? Yeah, I've, I've uh, I was a junior wiggle not uh, a couple of years ago now, and yeah, I've appeared in some other other TV episodes. And yeah. What colour skivvy are you? I'm the purple wiggle, Lucky, right. the little Lucky. Oh, right. yeah. okay. So I haven't watched Wiggles for a while, but do they have flashbacks to the Wiggles when they were little, when they were boys? Yeah, they well, yeah, that's what the little and wiggles. girls now with well, yes, with Emma as well. Yeah, yeah. Are, yeah, so that's what the little Wiggles are with. Yeah, little right. children versions. <laughs> yeah. So you must have a good agent. Yes, well, Jenny, Jenny Anderson. Jenny Anderson. Yeah, Jenny Anderson management. management. Yeah. yeah, very good agent. And she's good to work with. She is. She's um. She's actually also um, another teacher, along with for us. She's she directs with Contessa and and Josh. Yeah. Oh, great. She directs. Yeah, it's important to have a good agent who's going to look it after is. you. It and, really um, is. Yeah, and do big, all that. Big um, important these days. Yeah. All right. So let's let's have a, a bit of a chat to you both um, about your career thus far and what you've done. Char- um, Charlie, I, I'm because of reading it. Ryan, you had a big success last year with Charlie and the Chocolate Factory playing Charlie Bucket. Yeah, so um, yeah, I did Charlie last uh, two years ago. Actually, now What's I two think, years. Yeah, I think in July it was two years since it finished. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was um six months, uh, in uh in shows. So yeah, it was a really, it was really long, but it was really amazing. Huge role. But as with Theo, there's four of you sharing the role of Theo. What about Charlie? How many boys shared the role of Charlie? Uh, yeah, it was also four mm-hmm. boys that shared Charlie with, right. along alongside me. Yeah. So you would do two shows a week, would you? Yeah, we'd, I'd do two shows a week and two standbys where we just like shadow the Charlie on stage. Yeah. So if anything happened to them, so we could swap over. Right. Yeah. So are you when you say shadowing, are you in costume in the wings? No, we're or? just in... Falling around. Oh yeah, in like black black yeah. clothes, black jumpers. So in the in the green room or a dressing room. Or in something. the green room, but sometimes, like on Charlie, it was a heavier show, so we had to always be backstage and following the chaperone to make sure. So if anything did happen, we could go, like straight on. Yeah. Stand by. Stand. Stand by. What was your favourite thing about playing Charlie Bucket? Um, we didn't get to eat a lot of chocolate. Really? Enough, yeah. Or the chocolate that we did get to eat was like vegan. And it had like no milk in it or anything. Well, it's probably good. Otherwise, you'd end up like Augustus. That's Blue. true. We would get very large. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is yes, 
a nice habit to get into yes. uh, chocolate eating. Um, and then I saw you in a, a very um, intelligent musical, very very demanding musical called Caroline or Change. Yeah, that was at the Hayes Theatre. Playing Noah, yeah. Mm, yeah. It what a musical. Yeah. I mean, singing washing machines and singing clothes It was dryers. a weird one. It's a, it's a weird one to follow, but yeah, it's, a, it's amazing um, music. And um, with Eleanor Rockabara playing uh, Caroline, she was amazing. And I think she was supposed to do 9 to 5, but that was closed due to COVID. The pandemic, yeah. But uh, yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. How do you learn your lines? Um, I sort of, I look at the paragraphs and I guess I like, uh, change them up into beats of little dialogue and then I remember oh this happens or say in a, in a script I always if they always like go off the other person's line and like my, in their reaction like what my character's reaction to that be and that would be the line so that's how, that's how I'd memorise it yeah is it um, bizarre because with Caroline and Charlie too you're the only child in a cast of adults yeah. can that be tough can that be difficult or um yeah, it was it was a very different to see because uh, but we still got to interact with the adult cast a lot and um, made good friends there with all the adult cast there. And you have a chaperone, don't you, when you're working on a, a big show? Someone that looks after yeah. you and makes sure that yeah. you are where you're yeah. supposed to be yes. and you're wearing the right thing. And yeah, yeah. in School of Rock, we had six of them. Six chaperones. Um, yeah. Well, that's a, that's a, a different experience again. Charlie, which had one one boy in it. Yeah, School of Rock had a cast of children. School of Rock, the majority of the actual not crew members but cast of the actual actors was children. Um, unlike many shows. Do you remember how many? Um, around seven, roughly around seven. And I guess there were four versions of all of those seven. Were there? Uh, like I you, you were playing I, Lawrence, weren't you? I was playing. So were there three other boys playing Lawrence? There were two other boys playing. Two Lawrence. other boys playing. Lawrence. It, yes, there were two other boys. So playing there must have been fourteen, twenty kids involved with the on and off yeah. stage. Uh huh. That was a yeah. Tech rehearsal must be a nightmare. <laughs> tech rehearsal was pretty full on. Um, different to Pippin, we jumped straight in and a rehearsal started at the theatre. Yeah. But um, in School of Rock. We started in the ABC Centre. Yep. And we did did that. And then when Tech started, we were going to the Capitol. And that was a big change. Where they had to sit all of us in the auditorium when we weren't performing. And then when we were performing, we were on stage, and um, the poor creatives were trying to manage, manage just all the kids. It's quite a full on. Um, it's really full on to have the whole cast of children for everybody. Did you, all, did you all behave or did you, did you get up to mischief? No, um, most of us are pretty professional. Pro, um, it's That's a professional the word, isn't it? It's professional, you're being paid for it yeah. and you know everyone knows if you muck up. That's it. You that's don't it. get back there again, do you? No, you, don't, you don't so that's a, what a great attitude to have. Yeah. Tell me about Lawrence. You played Lawrence the keyboardist. I did play Lawrence the keyboardist. Um, what was he like? He's a, his character is a very shy one. He... Um, He's supposedly a boy, and his only friend is this other girl called Tamika, who is a bit too shy to speak, to be vocal about anything. So she, so Lawrence is feeling a bit lonely, and um, and the main character Dewey comes and that's the teacher. It is the yeah. teacher. It's yeah. the Reckless teacher <laughs> comes in and helps him, 
out with this kind of stuff because you know he um the storyline was he went through that too in high school ah right and or not in high school but in in school yes in the general when he was a boy. process of school yeah when he was mm. a young kid and he went through that kind of thing too so he so he knows what to kind of say and do and how to help and he did that and at and at the end it kind of portrays Lawrence as a big rock star and you were playing keyboard live yes. on stage live on stage um the keyboard fantastic yeah. now ryan you're a, an irish dancing champion yes also when did you just start irish dancing um pretty much since i could remember i remember i have a video of when i was about two and it wasn't Irish dancing. I kind of just skipped around the stage a bit. But, um, yeah, I've pretty much always done it all my life. It's such a, a muscular, strong style, isn't it's it? Six, I mean, yeah, I've seen you Irish and dance. And, I mean, you leap so high, you could be a high jumper. Yeah, it's a different kind of fitness. Like, like people, yeah, people talk about how it's so related to tap dancing and stuff, but it's completely different as you can't move your arms at all. And it's, it requires a lot of upper body strength as well, as much as um, leg strength. So was it all focused on the legs, the, the dance, is it? Yeah. yeah. Except, so yeah, there's stuff like river dance and stuff where they incorporate. It's that, That's sort of Irish show dancing, but right. when there's like a, a competitive Irish dancing, it's all very serious. And, and your head, the, the head movement's so, isn't it? Do you look to the left and the right? And... Uh, in competitive, no. It's all... Oh, the straight whole, ahead. The whole upper body is completely still, but yeah, in the show dancing, it's you can do whatever you want. How do you propel yourself into the air like that? Because you get a bit of yeah. height, don't you? Yeah. That, that's all... Just propelled from the legs. Yeah, basically, yeah. Just leg and calf strength. <laughs> yeah. It's very hard. Is it difficult dancing with a partner? Is it all partner work or could, is it individual uh, no, stuff it's, yeah, as well? There's solo, there's like team dancing, which is uh, with uh, four mm-hmm. or eight people. And then um, there's solo dancing, which is, you know, a solo sort of performance, yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, you've done some voice work for Peter Rabbit. Yeah, I did. The movie. Yeah, I did that uh, just before COVID hit. Yeah, yeah, too, I did that. Mm. Would you like to have a crack at some TV or, or film work? Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, yeah that's. I always, yeah, I've always wanted to do something with TV and film. That's the thing about being an actor, I suppose. You've got to be as versatile and as flexible as you can to increase your chances of work. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. It it's very hard. Because yeah. you, you've done a bit of film work, haven't you, George? I have, yeah. I'm very lucky with my short film roles recently. Uh, I've been. Uh, there was a short film called Inclusion Makes the World More Vibrant, and In- I've. Inclusion also, makes the world, the world more vibrant. Great, yeah. Yeah, um, and. Uh, you received a Best Actor award, didn't you, for that? Yeah, for the film Inclusion. I was also in a short film called Sweet Tooth, which is actually run by, um, oh, which was directed and written, and the whole process was kind of by afters graduates all right from afters this um we never know where their careers will lead to and yeah they might think of that boy they worked with that time (laughs) um and get you get you back in for something yeah priscilla queen of the desert you also did playing benji Uh yeah yeah that was one of the most exciting roles i've had why because that was my first ever time right on stage doing a theater and in any professional and you were bitten by the bug. You thought, I have to do this again <laughs> yeah, and again Yeah, exactly. And again. It was just kind of a moment where I was like, I kind of enjoyed this. Let's do it again. <laughs> what was your costume in the curtain call? Because um, there were yeah, um, in my costume, cockatoos and there were koalas cockatoos. and I kangaroos. I, yeah, I was a kangaroo. You were a joey, a, I think. A, a joey. A joey. And yeah, joey and yeah. A jo- uh, yeah, joey and a little kangaroo. And a little joey jumpsuit. It was really fun. We, we, uh, hopped, we hopped around the stage. 
did some dancing for the curtain call. The curtain call was one of, um, no doubt, one of the most enjoyable moments I've had in the theatre. It was so fun. So in those shows, gentlemen, you've worked with some terrific talents, some some, oh, some yeah. terrific actors, and I know that some of them are popping up again in Pippin. But you know, you've worked with Tony Sheldon and yeah. Lucy Maunder and. Paul Slade Smith, who who came over from Broadway, and and you and Doidge. Mm, yes, you and. What do you learn from from working with terrific talents like that? Oh, it's amazing to see them, how uh, how they go about doing the show, and how, and you know, you really don't realise how nice some like like they are, and they're so friendly, and they're just people, you know. Yeah. As much. Yeah. As, yeah. They're so amazing though. Yeah. And they're kind of. Yeah. Um. Especially the people that Ryan knows, like Lucy Maunder. Yeah, Lucy Maunder. Lucy Maunder's playing your mum for yes. the second yes. time, isn't she? Yeah, in yeah for Ryan's second time now. Yeah. <laughs> Always, yeah, she, but she's, she's an amazing actor. And I think she got Best Supporting Actress in a musical last year for the, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, Charlie? No. Yeah, for Charlie. For yeah. Charlie. Yeah. Oh, for the Helpmans. Yeah, for the Helpmans, there you go. Yeah. Great, great, great. And, of course, Tony Sheldon, you worked with him wow, as Bernadette yeah. in Pippin, yeah. and he was Grandpa Joe in Charlie and the Chocolate yes. Factory. But Tony's been doing it since he was your age. Yeah. You know, since he was seven, mm-hmm. I think his first yeah. television yeah. appearance was. Having, yeah, having him, especially as your grandpa, he's so much wisdom in, yeah. what, he, in what he does. And yeah. Have you talked to him about being a, a boy actor? Um, not really. It was really annoying because, um, in, because, um, in Priscilla, he was Bernadette and that character, I mean, we had an interaction or two on stage, but the, um... Yeah, your scenes didn't really cross, yeah, did no, they? Yeah, no, not right. really. We never really got to know him. I all. remember him talking once about him doing Oliver. Yeah. I think, and him playing Oliver way... Yeah, you know, one of the back. workhouse boys, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What about Simon Burke? Have you met him yet at Pippin? Yeah, we have, rehearsals? yeah. He's, um... He's amazing. He um been learning new skills for him too, like knife throwing. Right. <laughs> His character has to do with Pippin. Well, Simon was also a boy actor. He yeah. won um, an wow. AFI award, which is sort of the Australian equivalent to the Oscars. Yes. A best actor award for a film called Devil's Playground when he was about twelve. Yeah. So you should talk to him about being a boy actor as well, well and, yeah, and yeah, how definitely. how you make that transition into being a successful adult actor mm-hmm. as well. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, ask him about, yes, about well. that. Yeah. That would be good. Does anything ever go wrong on stage? Um, well, I'm sure Ryan would agree. This show, compared to other shows, is a very dangerous one. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of dangerous, dangerous elements well, to it. Well, there's circus tricks, isn't there? Yeah, yeah there's circus place. tricks. There's people flying everywhere. Yeah, there was one uh, guy who hurt his foot recently because he was doing a handstand on down going down some stairs or something <laughs> and something fell off and it hit him and yeah. so he's been out for a couple for a week a couple, or yeah a week <laughs> and um he's still been doing rehearsals yeah he's still been pushing through um he's he's um he was on crotchets for a good like week yeah he's off now but still has that still has a boot and bandage around his foot um, he's still marking out the performance performances, but um, that, that we thrill as an audience to see those tricks being performed on stage, but they're really intricate, intricate, yes. dangerous, yeah. tricky, and that's the exciting thing, I suppose, when we're watching it. But you know, it's important to remember things can go wrong. So yeah, you remain focused, don't you? Yeah, could go wrong. Very well. Yeah. Um, they use a lot of real fire. Yeah, they do in the show too. Yeah. Um, and 
yeah, I guess the element of they could be burning themselves while doing the trick because there's people jumping around or doing flips with fire in their hands. Yeah. With like a stick of fire in their hands. So yeah, yeah um, it definitely increases the... Um, the excitement? The excitement for the audience. But um, just got to remember how much effort they put into that, making it a safe environment. Hey, boys, we better mention the other two guys that are playing Theo. Andrew Alexander mm-hmm. and, and William Wheeler. Wheeler. Yeah. 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 So hello to you boys. I don't know you, <laughs> but, but good luck for for the show. Yeah. yeah. So can you tell us in a nutshell what Pippin's about? Uh, Pippin's about uh, basically a guy who's trying to find his place in the world. Yeah. And he goes on all these pursuits and he's the son um, of Charlemagne, the Roman king. And he tries out being a king. He goes to try and do some ordinary life. He goes and falls around in the country. He goes down all these paths and he tries and he's basically his quest to find something fulfilling. Yeah, the motto that comes back and back and back throughout the storyline of um, Act 1 and 2 is um, he wants to find something completely fulfilling through his life. which I think every man, every every woman wants to do that, don't you? Find our place in the world and, yeah. Yeah, definitely. and all that. And this is um, uh, based on the Broadway production, or it is the Broadway production, the yeah. revival of about five years ago, I think. Yeah, 2013. It played there, yeah. yeah. yeah it's the revival of one of the show that, you know, was in the 70s or something. It's in 1973, I think it was. Yeah. They had an old... Um, it was done here professionally. Have you ever heard of Johnny Farnham? John Farnham, yeah. Farnham, yeah. He played Pippin uh-huh. yeah, yeah. in that first production years ago. Who else have you got in your production of Pippin? Who are the other actors that you... Um, uh, Ainsley Melham, who is Pippin. He was yeah. Aladdin, he wasn't was he? Aladdin, he? Yeah, was, and he yeah. did Aladdin on Broadway, right? As well, yeah. Uh, we have Liz Lucy Maunder as Catherine. Um, we have Gabby McClinton, who did our uh, 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 Broadway version two of Pippin. Of Pippin as the leading player. Yes, yes. so she just came back to Sydney, and I think she's quite excited about that. I think the rest of the cast is having a person who's done who's done it already before, and having a comeback is really amazing. Excellent. Yeah. So being a circus, are there any elephants or tigers or performing no, seals? No, there's no animals. There's no. chickens. There's chickens. There's human chickens. Not very <laughs> significant to the story. Isn't though. there a duck? There is a duck. There is a duck. Our duck. Yeah, You've got, got a duck. duck. We've got yeah. a That's duck. what I'm hinting at. Yes. A duck. A duck. A duck. Um, What's the duck's name? Otto. Otto. Does he have his own dressing room? No, he, he doesn't. doesn't. Well, he lives in the props yeah. section. He, he, yeah, he lives in a little basket in the props. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> So it's not a real duck? No, it's not a real duck. All right. Exactly. But you have to treat it as if it is a real duck. How, yes. how do you make that prop seem real? Uh, is it like a puppet or something? Yeah, or? there's well, there's like a, a spring attached to the neck of it, so we can move it around in one yeah. of the scenes yeah. to make it look like it is, you know, alive. Yeah, um, some of the props people in the director have given us tips to kind of make it... Seem like it's but yeah, real make it, Yeah, make it more real. Great, great. Yeah. One last question. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Billy Elliot? I have. Yes. Yeah? yes. Yeah. So you would know that Billy, when he, when he dances, he describes that feeling as being like electricity. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What do you feel when you're performing? Um. Yeah, it's such an ecstatic moment when you do get on the stage. Uh, it's very different to film because you don't... There's not that live response. Yeah, yeah. there's no live response, so you don't know... If what you're doing is, if what you're doing, it, people like it. Um, but in theatre, it's just a whole other thing where you get an um, 
as I was talking about earlier, instant feedback. Yep. Which I really like, getting that instant feedback. In one word, what feeling? what's a feeling? Electricity or...? Ah, <laughs> oh, uh, I'd have to say... <laughs> Do you want me to come back to you? Our yeah. last Ryan? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd describe it as like an adrenaline shot. Yep. When you're on stage and when you're performing, it's like... Um, it's a real sense of like happiness and yeah, it's a real excitement that keeps you going. So yeah. I'd describe it as adrenaline. <laughs> yeah. George, you come um, up with one? Ecstatic. It's really ecstatic. Yeah. I, th- I think Billy sums it up really well. Electricity covers yeah. all of that. The ecstatic, mm-hmm. the, 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 the happiness, the adrenaline. joy. Yeah. 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 Well, George Ryan, it's lovely seeing you again. Yeah, and you too. And Thanks all the very best for a fantastic season yeah, of Pippin. Thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah, no, it's great. So, I mean next week at, at the Lyric Theatre. Um, I can't wait to see it. And I can't wait to see you two on stage. So, <laughs> thank, so you. thank you. All right, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And there you go. A delightful first on stages, our youngest guests. My thanks to George and Ryan, who certainly know how to craft a performance and speak insightfully about their journeys thus far. Pippin is presented in Australia by John Frost and Suzanne Jones. The show features a cast that includes my friends today, George and Ryan, alongside Ainsley Mallam as Pippin, Gabrielle McClinton as the leading player, Simon Burke as Charles, and Lucy Maunder as Catherine. The show plays the Lyric Theatre at the Star and opens next Thursday, December 3rd. My next guest is composer, writer, creative, actor, all-round superwoman, Eve Blake. Eve captured the imaginations of a legion of fans last year when she introduced her musical Fangirls to the Australian stage. It played sellout seasons at the QTC and Belvoir Street Theatre in Sydney. Well, it's back again in 2021 at Belvoir, and Eve tells us all about the return, as well as the significant achievements she has made in a short time as one of our most exciting theatre makers. On the rise to big things. I can't wait to share that conversation with you. You've been listening to Stages. I'm Peter Ayers. Keep warm, keep well, and I'll catch you next time.